I've never seen a, a diarrhea-ridden hamster. And there's the clip for the beginning of the show. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast. And I'm Dan and I am in the beautiful English countryside. Listen to the birds singing, the wind blowing and the uh, Scouse parents letting their kids run all over the place screaming and their dogs poop all over the park. It's wonderful. How are you, Reg? I'm all right. I'm in the lovely Welsh house. True. Um, With no dogs pooping. Hamster no dogs pooping, pooping, maybe. Yeah. Literally, how much poops do, do hamsters poop? They oh, poop a lot of they poop. They do, but they're tiny, tiny, tiny little like pellets that, you know, my, my problem with dogs particularly would be that their poops can get messy and you've still got to deal with it. Whereas I've never seen uh, a, a diarrhea-ridden hamster. And there's the clip for the uh, for the beginning of the show. Glad it came so early. Nice. Um, but yeah, I've never. I mean, I've I've had two hamsters. I'm not by any means a hamster expert, but I just think their diet means that they're just you know they're just these solid little balls of of poop that don't really mess up or stick to anything. It's great. It's just irritating though when it because you let them out every night in the uh, in the ball so you can have a proper little rag around mm. in the ball and whatnot. And then I'll just be walking around and I'm just like. Can at least literally just poop through the ball? Yeah, all the little just, just slots. They're everywhere, and I'm like, oh my god, this is getting annoying now. <laughs> uh, I can imagine. Yeah, the the worst easy. thing really is that all the food that they get, they don't really actually eat most of it. They just stick it in their cheeks, carry it to where their little den is, wherever they've decided that's going to be. Which in 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 our hamster's case is the bottom corner of the cage, which is the plastic bottom. And then they just sort of spit it out and go, all right, there, I'll have that for later, just in case the humans stop eat, stop feeding me. Um, and then it just sort of dries and encrusts onto the bottom corner of the uh, of the hamster cage. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and that's 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 less fun than picking up little pellet poops. That is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, maybe, maybe that's the intro to the podcast. Hmm. Either way, you are being spoiled. spoiled it's yeah. only two minutes. Ago. Exactly. Now, no more saying anything entertaining, Reg, please. That'll be easy. Don't worry. Okay. Excellent. You're in for a treat, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I just want to address there was no pod last week because we tried something and failed miserably. And I can only apologize for that. It's entirely my fault, slash Sony's fault. I'm going to blame Sony, in fact. Um, we, we, we were like, I, I had stuff to do down Reg's neck of the woods. So I thought, you know what, let's do an IRL in-person podcast. So, um, I picked up the mics, brought my, my tablet round and we sat still socially distanced across, uh, across on two couches and, um, recorded a podcast and it was loads of fun and it was great because we were it talking was about E3 and lovely. Yeah. Loads to catch up on and lots of little, you know, funny little stories and anecdotes about my trip to Wales and all that. It's great, um, but I bought a while back. P- p- long-time listeners to our stuff, like over the last six, seven years, will know that we do love our SingStar microphones. We um, do love our SingStar microphones. Because it's just the, the cheapest and best thing you can get for recording because they're just the decent quality. Um, you can buy a set for like a fiver on eBay. They plug into any tablet, Um it's great. They're just they're brilliant. I'm so glad we we found these this solution that early on because I don't think we'd be where we are now if we didn't have them. We might not. I'm not saying you know they're responsible. <laughs> I just mean we might have stopped because money would start to be an issue. Do you know what mm. I mean? In terms of oh, we need to invest in these mics. We need to get this equipment. We need to you know record a mixer, all that sort of stuff. So um, yeah. I've always wanted to try the wireless SingStar microphones because it's the same basic setup. So I found a set for, for a tenor in, in the local CEX. Do you say CEX or do you say sex? I say CEX because yeah, sex just doesn't sound right. No, I know. No. My, my, my dad goes between calling it kex and sex. And so I'm either uncomfortable or confused at why he's not calling it CEX. Because, no. <laughs> and, you know, you know, 
the cast generators, which is I don't know whether it's outside the northwest, but it's it's a second-hand goods place. You yeah, know, it's a pawnbrokers, a, a chain of pawnbrokers, so as classy as the pawnbrokers can get, I guess. Um, they're starting to change their name to CGX, um, and in a town near us where there is a CEX and a cast generator next to us, there's a CEX, and right next door is a CGX. Well, that's going to get irritating, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. I'm curious whether they've got any any links other than CG, the CGX cast generators. Just going, let's just try this out, <laughs> see if we can confuse the locals. Which is probably the case if, uh, yeah, if I mentioned the name of the town, but I won't, I won't just in case. Um, anywho, where was I? Yeah, so we recorded this podcast on these mics, and to, it was brilliant. Like having a, a solid microphone in your hand after all this time was great. A really good feel, nice build. Got a new tablet, which worked great, and you know, I could see all the bars going, and yet yeah, recording, it's good, and it did record. But it just had all these little like <laughs> and cutouts, and there's just nothing I could do about it. It's really annoying, so we had to scrap the episode, unfortunately, or or risk putting out a subpar audio quality episode, which I am gutted because that was going to be our future. The wireless mics for going to like, um, I know, right? you know, conventions oh. and stuff would have been great. Gutted. But anyway, back to the wired stuff, or maybe should... spend a little bit of money. <laughs> yeah, still think we should retry again. Maybe, on a... maybe. Like, yeah. I mean, I tested. I had tested them, but I tried. You know, I mean, I'd recorded maybe a thirty second to a minute clip, uh, and me just talking into it into each mic and going, "Ooh, it's the microphone. It's the left one. It's the right one. Ooh, that sort of stuff." And it seemed fine. I got no cutouts, so I don't know what it is. Maybe it's interference on wireless. Maybe that's something we'd not thought about because, you know, we're not that clever. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was a shame. It was a shame, but never mind. We can briefly cover exciting slash not exciting E3 stuff this week. I don't need to really talk about my Welsh holiday because, you know, that was, that's old news now, isn't it, really? It I don't want to bore you again, and I can't remember what happened because it was a week ago and I'm old now, so my memory's pretty much shot uh, apart from when it comes to useless pop trivia and general knowledge reg well, um, that's good it's very useful because we're going to be recording a nerd od tonight aren't we nerd od a nerd iq tonight see i can't remember the name of my own creation <laughs> uh, we're recording an, another episode of nerd iq i'm very excited um i am nervous as all hell i bet i bet because you're going up against someone who actually also runs a sort of a quiz type thing he runs an instagram account that does uh it's it's insta pub quiz i think it is isn't it um yeah and it, yeah so every every weekday i believe he puts up quizzes for people but just because you can put a quiz together doesn't mean you're good at quizzes though i know but this is also the the guy that i'm like oh you know what i really like um when we were before civil war came out i was like i really hope that they do it in the style of like the comics yeah like, i've only read like a few of them didn't get a chance to do all of them and he's like five minutes like, what and then he just sent me every single civil war issue ever digitally okay. just like there you go just, there's just, the just, entire just road borrow over not, not illegally he yeah no, just, didn't just, keep them just no. All I did was read them on the uh, on the Mission Impossible sort of dun 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 dun, dun and then self exploded. Um, wow. So that happened. Um, but he's if if you can if you can mention like anything, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, no about well, that. But again, like, just because oh, he has he has them, you know, doesn't mean that he knows anything about it. But and the, plus, the, but the many of the rounds like, are very and then. They're very specific knowledge that most people don't have. Which like, you know, the 50-50 the one is always some really ridiculous subject that you're like, I have no idea about any of these, but I'm going to give educated guesses towards them. Um, and the, I, I'll make sure there aren't any Civil War quote, um, questions. Excellent. Or anything geeky-related would be great. Oh, yeah. I mean, that'd be great on a, on a show called Nerd IQ, wouldn't it? I'll, I'll mm. make sure of it. Excellent. Thanks. Thanks, Reg. That's what, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, I did something yesterday, which I'm not allowed to talk about. And I've, I'm, I'm you gonna and your embargoes. Of, I'm going to sort of tiptoe around it because if people haven't... I mean, do you know what? If they happen to listen to it to find out whether I talked about it or not, then great, we've got an extra listener. Hi, PA at some 
TV production company that I won't mention. <laughs> but um, I, I, what, three years ago, four years ago, something like that, I was on uh, a game show. I was on 15 to 1. Was um, it that long ago? Oh, it was ages ago. Um, wow. I mean, first of all, you're forgetting that anything in this last 12 months happened. That was a, that was a thing. So, a, you know, a year ago, nothing happened because we were in pandemic, right? Hmm. I know you've written off that entire year and ignored that it ever happened, but it, it happened. Um, so we're already a year ago. And then it was probably about nine months before that that the show actually aired. But it was more than a year between recording and air. It was crazy. They were wow. filming season 15, I believe. That's what I was on for 15 to 1. And no, maybe it wasn't. That just sounds like I'm confusing the, the name. Either way, <laughs> whatever series it was, let's say it was 15. They hadn't even aired season 14 yet. So I had to wait for all that to be on. And then right. But anyway, it took ages. And the frustrating thing is they say you can't be, or record, uh, be on or record any other game shows. Like I'm, I'm just going to go around and do every single game show. But um, I'm not allowed uh. to do any, any other game shows until it's aired. And they said the reason for that is because there's there's all these fable like you know folk tales of people um, who you turn on the TV and watch a game show and this person's on it and then they turn change the channel and they're also on that game show and they change the channel and they're on another game show mm. and they're just like yeah, we can't have that you know we it's not like we discuss with the other people it's just an unwritten rule that we all just adhere to we make sure that you know we, you don't do any others at the same time. Um, which it means then that you can only really be on one every like nine months to a year because they do film these quite a bit in advance. Um, mm. There was a guy who happened to be on this show that I did that I won't name, um, who'd been on eleven other uh, game shows. Wow! Uh, it, yeah. So, I mean, that must be over the course of ten to fifteen years, or he just yeah, doesn't sure, care. Sure. <laughs> he just no, I'm not on anything else. No, no, nothing. <laughs> just did them all but yeah to be fair but, um, there used to be people that 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 was like their their job was there was literally all they would do is just literally yeah. apply and just keep going on on game shows and then they end up on eggheads and then there you go they've got a career and then they move on from eggheads yeah. and go on to the chase and then i mean they've got to put on like 200 pounds before they join the chase because that's that's a rule right they all seem like it does seem like it's a large <laughs> they're either very 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 tall and scary or they're very big it's to carry the big, massive yeah. weight of their brain. Fair enough. Maybe that's that's it. That's it. That is exactly it. Um, that's nice way to yeah, say. Maybe one day I'll be up there with uh, with the beast. What would my nickname be? Mm, what would your nickname be? Okay, I'm going to ask you again at the end of the podcast before we sign off. Okay. Because I don't want to be sat here in silence while you're trying to think of something funny. But I feel like over the next forty-five minutes, you could probably you probably come up with something. Oh, jeez. Okay. okay. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and I will not ex- accept the nerd. I wasn't even thinking about that. Good, good, because that's just too lazy. But yeah, loads of fun. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things. I sh- I really should have after I was on fifteen to one. Not that I was allowed to apply for anything else, but I should have gone, you know what, that was really easy. That was the first one I applied for. And I, you know, they rang me up within about two days, did the audition, and then I was on two weeks later. Um, I should have gone, what else can I apply for? But I didn't, and then it was about a month ago maybe, and I was just sat there. In fact, I, I turned on normal TV, which I never do. I can't think of the last time I watched normal TV. Uh, not streaming um and there was some game show on and i was just like yeah i, I could do better than that guy i was like i probably should do better than that guy I've got no job how else am i going to get money let me go on some game shows <laughs> so, so i i yeah ended a bunch of game shows and they were the first first people to call me so I was like yeah you got a deal clearly no talent when it's when you when you see it you must be that man mm. But other than that, I can't really say anything about it. Nothing that would give away anything behind the scenes info. Nothing that would say what I was on. Nothing that would say uh, whether I won or not. Whether I did well. Whether I did poorly. But yeah, I just I wanted to talk a little bit, and I feel like that's that's enough. Anyway, that's that's all I have to say about that. Although 
afterwards, I did happen to to meet IRL. I met met one one member of the Nerd OD team last week when we attempted to pod. I met the other two in person. It nice. was great. It was like, oh, there we go. It's like a little reunion. And now next week we'll go back to talking over Skype. Yay! I know. I've not seen. I've not seen Sean for a while, but I've not seen mm-hmm. Dave for a very long time. Yeah. So it'd be, be nice for us to all to have a catch-up at some point. It would, it would. Well, we'll get back into our Nerdo D&D slash Rolling One, our D&D uh, playthrough very soon, I think. Mm. Yeah. We've got one more episode of Alien RPG to go up, which, honestly, if you haven't listened to it, like, I understand people giving the D&D one a miss if they, I'm not into D&D. The Alien one is so good. It's it's like It's like if someone far, far, far less talented than ridley scott made an alien movie and wrote a script and whatnot um but it was still kind of entertaining it was like on a really cheesy low budget b movie uh, quality that is our playthrough of rpg <laughs> <laughs> because we're not the best Honestly, actors, guys it's really good but, have, uh, yeah, but it is, it is. It's in the same way sharknado and you know uh the room and things like that are entertaining because it's just so cheesily bad but we we are like we've got our characters and we are absolutely playing them like to yeah. the best of our abilities and it's so good <laughs> it is really entertaining it's so tense it is genuinely like like a a, a a movie like an alien movie yeah it's so much fun it's nice having the characters written out for you and knowing like this is something your character knows that no one else knows so you have an ultimate goal that no one else knows about and you're not allowed to announce it but you've got to slyly work towards it it's so much fun yeah, it was. So, yeah, go and listen to that. Definitely, definitely go and listen to that. I would highly recommend it. <sighs> but anyway, Reg, how's things? Yeah, things are all right with me. Um, I I had a little trouble sleeping. So I, I don't know how to, to start this off without it making it sound like I'm going a bit mental. Okay. Um, so Oliver at the minute, he, he usually has these sleep patterns where he will sleep solidly for like two weeks mm. then have like one week where it's just like mm, i won't get out of bed but i'm just gonna make a load of noise okay so you guys can't sleep and then i'll go sleep and then one week where it's just like he knows when we we're about to go to bed and he's like hey guys one of you stays downstairs let's play the game of which one it is with me while i just dick about and do whatever i want to fucking do because i'm a two-year-old that doesn't need to abide by rules apparently um and 90% of the time, to me, this stays downstairs because like, Ash works in a customer-facing role. So she really can't go into work looking like a bag of shit, whereas I can move from the, to, the living room settee to the chair that I currently work at and pod from, and no one has to see my face, so I can get away with looking like a bag of shit. Yeah, fair, um, fair enough. Fair so, enough. It, so 90% of the time, it's me that stays up um, and just lives on coffee and caffeine. Um so last night he's been doing it for a little bit now and then last night he was like he was well up for it until about fucking quarter to four or something stupid um and then eventually he just like put his arms out and was like take me to bed i'm knackered now and i was like good although you are up in like just shy three hours so i can take the wife to work so you know you should have thought about that (laughs) um so i took him upstairs and i put him in his bed and he has this thing where I'm like, mum's asleep, so don't kick off when you get in bed. And he's like, uh-huh. And he'll go, shh, and put his like finger to his lips to be like, shh. And then when I got into his room last night, he literally looked at the door and then went, shh. And I was like, yes, mummy's sleeping, shh. And then closed the door, and they came downstairs, and then all of a sudden, I could just hear this, shh on the monitor and i was like what's he doing so i looked at the monitor and oliver's just sat up going shh towards the door and i'm like that's that's a bit staring weird. into the corner of the room right yeah so Proper i'm just Blair like well he's, he's just like staring at the door but because it's a night vision do you know how like oh, eyes yeah, just the, light the eyes up green <laughs> really fucking creepy and i'm like okay that's cool i'm just gonna tidy up all the toys that you've just like threw out because he's when it's that time of night and he's just like, I'm really tired, but really energetic. So I'm just going to not play with anything, but just cause chaos. 
Um, so everything gets pulled out, everything. And then he gets out like the Mr. Potato Heads, and he's got like all the different variations uh, of the red potato heads. Uh, sorry, potato heads. Um, so he's got like the Buzz, the Woody, a normal Mr. Potato Head, a Stormtrooper Potato Head. Um, nice. And he just literally just takes I mean, you all know, the bits you only out. You need one potato head, you then just need all the things to go with it. No, because then you can't have potato families. Cause oh, okay. Potato that you've got to pass around, and it's a bit weird. Um, sorry, so, carry on. Yeah, so literally all that stuff was just thrown around. There's Lola Bunny's ball. Looking for that. Sorry. Um, yeah, so I was just literally demonstrating about how it was all thrown about across the room, and then I found the little Lego minifig of Lola Bunny's basketball. Ah, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. it is. Um, sorry, that was a complete detour. It's fine. Uh, so, yeah, so I was like, tighten up all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, I just heard this, like, really horrible what I can only describe as in a horror film when they get a little girl to laugh, you know, so it's really creepy, like, mm-hmm. like laugh, like that laugh from the monitor. And I'm like, turn and look. And Oliver's asleep, like just lying down, like eyes closed, not open. And I can hear this laugh and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Check the uh, Google Home on the app on the phone. Oh, and God, it's, yeah. It's, it's still playing Lullaby Baby on Spotify. So it's just, there's no adverts because I pay for the service. Imagine, imagine if the advert was just creepy girl laughing. <laughs> well, available now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go into something similar to that in a minute. So it's just like, right, okay. And then all of a sudden, Oliver just sat up and went, shh. And then went back to sleep again. And I'm just sat there staring at this monitor and I just fucking start sweating. And I'm like, okay, um, shit, well, Reg didn't need to sleep tonight. What the fuck? And I'm just like carrying this monitor around, just like, do I go into his room and be like, hey, a creepy little girl, do you want to leave Oliver alone and just like let him sleep and <laughs> crack on? The power of Christ compels or, you. Oh, what? And then I'm like, interesting how long has she been in there for because it used to be obviously the pod room before then so did she used to just sit up and listen to our pods before yeah, okay. was there and like imagine so, and that's why she's that's why she's angry now because it's no longer the pod room yeah exactly it, it could be because um, i came around last week and we recorded a pod in a completely different room she was like look i can deal with the fact that there's a pandemic. I understand the concept of pandemics and they can't be in the same place, but now they're allowed in the same house and they refuse to use my room. Could you imagine if that's what it, cause they, they always say that spe- So just before I go into this bit, so okay. we were, when me and Ash moved into the house, cause I haven't told Ash this yet. <laughs> and I, I don't think I want to. No, there's no need. To be fair, I'm just going to wait to see if anything happens again. And then I might have to be like, babe, there's a lot of creepy girls going on in in uh, Oliver's room. And well, there's multiple. Like... Well, there's only one. Well, there's one at the minute, I think. There might be more. There might be less. I, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> if it's just a the lack of sleep that's just making me think I can hear crazy shit going on. Because mm-hmm. um, the, the other thing going back before what I was going to say before that moving on to what you were saying about the Google home. So, uh, I can't, if it's not the, is it the conjuring or is it the, the one with the doll Annabelle, Annabelle? Yeah. Annabelle, the doll. So Spotify, despite the fact that 98% to 99% of Spotify's fucking usage in our home is the lullaby <laughs> baby. Spotify. Yeah. Okay. Does nothing else apart from just play lullabies. That's it. That's all it has to fucking do. But because it's attached to my profile and we talk about lots of different things opening up and coming up and whatnot on obviously devices that are attached to fucking Facebook and Google and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, so Reg likes to talk about horror films. Let's put adverts out for horror films. So we'll be asleep. And then all of a sudden it'll go from like, to like really creepy and then all of a sudden it'd be like <sighs> she's coming 
that's the and advert. Like, yeah, and you're like, what? And then you hear the, <laughs> and like the, it's like the doors opening and stuff. And it's just like, you know, Annabelle coming soon. And I'm like, don't fucking do that at one o'clock in the morning when we're playing lullaby to a fucking two-year-old. And you know what's, what playlist we are playing. If it was, you know, like Reg's playlist of partiness or something, then yeah. Reg's um, Let's Get Sexy playlist. Yeah, fine. Mm. Anything that has... Well, even then, you don't want to spoil the mood with some creepy child whispering at you. Uh, um, so, uh, told you, Reg. <laughs> less of the comedy. So we were... Yeah, so I was like, right, okay, that's when I decided to stop using free Spotify and have to pay for the service. <laughs> See, <laughs> then there you go. It worked, Reg. It worked. So it did it did work. Because the thing is, like he slapped her more, but I didn't. And this is the annoying thing, because he obviously he was used to hearing creepy girls and shit in his bedroom, obviously. Oh, so he's like, yeah, it's yeah. fine. She's just, just like Oh, she's it's just it it's it's just Judy. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um but then there'll be the ones for like when Jack Reacher series two was coming out or whatever it was and it was just like You'd be asleep and all of a sudden you just hear like massive explosions and you wake up shitting yourself because you're like, what the fuck's going on? And it's just an advert for Jack Reacher. And then I'm like, God damn it. Like things stop need to do with Spotify and we just need to do this. So that's now pay for premium. So I know for a fact it was a hundred percent not that, because there's no adverts. Okay, okay. okay. Just that. And when you check what's been played recently and stuff, there's literally only lullabies. That, so there's not even like a change to someone thinking it might be quite funny that might be able to have hacked in and you know like use my account that I give yeah. to like his mom or whatever to be like oh what's this trailer for or whatever like none of that shit it's literally just been lullabies so it's definitely not that and then we like, I, I don't believe in ghosts just going to throw that out there anyway okay. I like it, it's something I would, would you say I believe you... in Ain't afraid of no ghost. Ain't afraid of no ghost. Thank you. Um, So it's been really weird because Ash is massively into what used to watch on, you know, Most Haunted and all that sort of stuff. And you can see, like, the orbs flying around. And she's like, oh, the orbs, the spectres and stuff. And then she's like, yeah, Oliver's got loads of orbs in his room. And I was like, all right. Fair enough. Like, it's probably just specks of dust and stuff flying past the monitor. It's... No, it's not actually orbs. And then you see it and you're like, oh, it might just be the curtains, you know, flicking the light come through. And there's loads of reasons why there's orbs flying around Oliver's room. It's fine. Um, but when we when we changed over the games room, God bless slash games pod room, room, slash pod room to the nursery, mm. we were decorating the literally the wallpaper to paint the wallpaper. Oh, and is we, this the time that the writing in blood started to see through the wall that you told me about? I wasn't going to go into that much detail. Uh, fair enough. Okay, sorry. I forgot this is an all-ages pod. All right, never mind. Ignore yeah. me. Carry on. <laughs> but what did happen was something just swatted the light, and the light was just spinning around. And we were having a look, and we are like, interesting it was hit with a force more than just like a fly a flew into yeah. it or whatever mm-hmm. so like that's weird so i stopped it and we carried on painting had to look around see like what the hell it was check the floor check the wall like everywhere to make sure there wasn't a fly that's gone into the paint or like you know okay. gone into the wall or whatever and there was, there was nothing about um so i was like well that's a bit weird and then as we went to like finish off for the day doing it the light did it again. It was no hitting, but it just started swinging the light shade. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. So Ash was like, literally just came out of the blue, just like stood in the middle of the room and was like, you can stay here as long as you need to. You genuinely don't mind. As long as oh, you don't dear. hurt, as long as, yeah, as long as you don't hurt Oliver or disturb Oliver or do anything to cause him harm. We're, we're all good. <laughs> but Red's then, a fair game. Red's yeah, a sleeping pad. But Re- yeah, but Reg is, out. you know, uh, if anything, <laughs> just go for Reg. It's fine. Um, yeah. So, literally, she, she finished saying that and the light shade stopped fucking swinging. And she was like, right, okay, I'm glad we have an agreement. And she just left the room and I was just stood there like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like it's the most normal thing in the world. 
<laughs> like so even much. if you believe in ghosts, you, you it's, that's like oh yeah, I do this every Tuesday. Yeah. This isn't like I've heard about this. I believe in this. Oh wow, it's happening to me. You it was still... just like she was literally just like a job done. Yep. You know, they're happy as long yeah. as they're happy. And I'm like, right, mm-hmm. do ghosts just stay in the one room or do they like, you know, come into our room and watch us sleep? Like, do they come downstairs and watch like me? Are they? Is she watching me work right now? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just it's it's one of those that I like. I, I genuinely I find reasons for uh, like a logical reason I attempt to behind everything that seems mm-hmm. a bit bizarre. Um, well, but that last night just really freaked me out. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, do, do you have an old style, you know, like non digital film camera? Oh, Dan. No, do you not? Only I had a camera obscura. Yeah, that's it. If only. Uh, if but only. Am I, am I letting you segue into brief E3 talk here, yeah? Well, let's just talk about... I was going to say, let's just talk about anything else apart from ghosts, but the only one thing I want to fucking talk about. <laughs> yeah, Probably. the one thing out of the, like, the, you know, this huge multi-million dollar series of presentations and specifically the Nintendo one where they, you know, they showed everyone, like, look how amazing Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be. Look, we've got clouds now. Whoa, and there's a Tekken character that's going to be in Smash Brothers. Whoa, no way. There's another WarioWare. That is a whoa. That's not sarcastic. Uh, that whoa, no way. Because I'm very excited because I really love uh, WarioWare. Um, and look, there's a game and watch with the two Zeldas. Uh, one of them's going to be in black and white, even though it's color screen. But look, it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, and then they did a throwaway little presentation of, oh, and also this game that was out on the Wii U that no one played because no one owned a Wii U. Um, we, we're going to be bringing it to the Switch and everything else. Yeah, mainly the and everything else. Yeah. Just don't tell anyone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised just... they didn't crop that out though. So we're talking about. Um, I mean, it, it's Project Zero is the series that uh, you know our part of the world knows it as. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, it's Fatal, fa- frame. Fatal Frame. Was it? It was Fatal Frame in America. It was Fatal Frame over in America, right. right in Japan. Okay. So yeah, so they've kept it as Fatal Frame now, and it's the 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 iteration that was on the Wii U originally. So you would use the Wii U pad to move, uh, you know, use it like a, a camera and your the screen. Because the po- point of Fatal Frame slash Project Zero is you take photos of ghosts to kill them. So it's not like oh look, there's a Snorlax, and you take a photo like Pokemon Snap. It is right. I was like, a, what have you yeah, been playing? There is a ghost. <laughs> There is a ghost in here. I can't see it. Let me get the camera out. Oh God, there's the ghost. I need to hold. Need to keep looking at it. I can't run away from it. I need to keep looking at it so I can take this photo. And it takes a little while. So it's the tension is in facing the the dreaded fear of the ghost that's coming to kill you. So that's that's why it is so terrifying. That's why it it's, makes a really good series. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's about with with Project Zero. There's there's also friendly ghosts. In projects, so you can never be too sure until it's a bit too late, <laughs> right? Um, so there'll be, for example, sakes, there's ones where like we'll be walking up the stairs and all of a sudden a ball will just start bouncing down the stairs, and you're like, oh shit, and then a little ghost kid will just come running through you to chase the ball, and it's got nothing to do with like attempting to kill it, you can't capture it, you can't take photo, it just split second, it's there, and you'll see some just walking around the house going around their own business. Mm. Um, and each one's got their own story, so it's not just a oh look, here's a you know ghost exhibit A. It's just a yes. generic ghost. Every single here's the ghost that haunts the podcasting room. Yeah, so like you know, in in the Project Zero version of the game, she would probably be coming out with like wires with like the mics just dangling from her hands, like uh, yeah, coming like at it. you, and they like, trying to strangle you with the wires. Ah. So that's why I'm glad you went for wireless mics. But um, <laughs> okay, that's all right. That wasn't quite a joke. It was. I'll, I'll let it off. That was a cheesy joke. So you're allowed that yeah. one. I'll let that um, slide. But I, uh, if you've listened to the the g.e.e.k podcast, we did a Halloween one where I just massively went on all about Project Zero, how great yeah. it is, um, and we also did a side quest activated where we talked all about survival horrors um, mm-hmm. and Project Zero slash Fatal Frame being one of mine and Dave's. Uh, personal favorites yeah um 
And the trailer did not do it justice in one iota. So this is the, the Maiden of Blackwater, um, which came out on the Wii U, as you were saying, coming out over, over the Switch at some point this year. Yeah. Um, which I'm very excited for. And if they shown the trailer like the original Wii U trailer, where it was just like, here's the game, and this is how cool it's going to look. Like, this is what you're going to be doing. This is what the story's based around. And this is <clears throat> this is sort of what the ghost will look like coming at you. And this is what the style of the gameplay is going to be. Awesome. What this one did was, do you remember that game that you never really heard about? Because it, this was the first, well, the second one to come to the Nintendo uh, Wii U. The first one was only in Japan. Second one mm. came out over here as well, but only on digital front. Um, apart from a, a collector's edition, which is very pricey now, because I was looking at it the other day, it's like three hundred and fifty quid or something to Jeez. get the limited edition uh, one. It's got like an art book and stuff with it, which I really, really want, but I can't warrant three hundred and fifty quid on it. Um, so, yeah, so they they basically just shown us like this is what it looked like on the Wii U, and for like a split second to be like, oh look, and here it is now with enhanced visuals. I'm like, awesome, but then it's like to show off the sexy unlockable costumes you can have. And I'm like, why? I'm like, there's, there's, there's people now are going like, oh, this will be quite good. Oh, right, no, it's just a pervy game. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it's not. It, it really isn't. You'll probably unlock them once you complete the game. And then it's down to you. If you want to play through it again with her wearing a shorter skirt or like an open top, that's fine. I will always, always stick with the original outfits because, you know, it's not the first time they've, they've done this. No. Um, and it just detracts away from the, the yeah, absolutely, it, it, exactly. It's I mean it's a it's a it's a more extreme version of. I often don't uh, alter my character in RPGs, even though you can, because it, it sort of they've designed this character and they've built the whole game around it. So why would you change it? It sort of it, it doesn't often doesn't quite fit in uh, as well. Like when I play Mass Effect, any of the Mass Effect to be fair, but Mass Effect Andromeda, I remember playing around for a good 10 minutes and looking at all the different things I could do and the changes and like, oh, I can put a scar on their face and whatever. And I'm like, eh, no, I'll just stick with the original one because that's what it's all designed around. And then if I like it that much, I can buy a pop vinyl figure of that character, but I can't buy one of my characters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I get why, I mean, one way you want to play it as the original, that is st- that would still be my ethos, even before thinking about, like, oh, look, you can put her in a tartan skirt. I mean, but, thankfully, in Project Zero 1 and 3, your main protagonist is in a little tartan skirt. Fair enough, yeah. I, I kind of knew that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's not little. It covers, it goes down to her knees. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's not it's like, like it's a sexy thing. It's a uniform. No. It's a it's a Nozomi style outfit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, from Shenmue. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> See, I so didn't the... even have to mention it. No, no, like Sega at E3. You will Sega don't own the property anymore, they do they? Yes, they still... it's just they they just lent the the rights for um, right, okay. to Yu Suzuki, so he could actually do Shenmue three. They Fair still enough. own the IP, which is why instead of releasing games, they're releasing plastic ducks. Which I'm still all for. I, I'm massively. Still good with that. I would still love to have a show before. Yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah, I was. I, we we talked briefly last week again about in terms of E3. We talked about the the Microsoft slash Bethesda presentation and how everything was like, and it's coming day one to Game Pass, which is just insane, really, when you think about like some all these amazing games everyone's just gonna be able to play straight away for this subscription to the point yeah. where i'm i'm thinking of, of are you still myself pondering? <laughs> well yeah i've 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 set myself a rule of um you can only buy it on this so game pass all access where you get game pass ultimate and the xbox for a set amount a month and it's it's a good deal like it's it's it costs pretty much on knows what it would cost to just pay for that normally so you know you can have like 20 29 quid coming out of your bank instead of 450 quid you know i've sort of been looking into it looking at backwards compatibility bit gutted that i can't play um i still can't can't play chess at radio future you know it almost would have sold it if if they'd have said yes this is backwards compatible i might have gone right sold because I'm, I'm still dying to play that game i do have my old xbox at my, my dad's so maybe one day but um 
yeah, a few games that I was sort of disappointed that there's no backwards compatibility. Even like the orange box, Portal 2 is, Portal Still Alive is, but the orange box isn't. Um, which is a bit annoying. So no Half-Life 2 and Episode 1 and 2, um, things like that. But anywho, um, my point was that, yeah, they announced all these amazing new Bethesda games and like it's going to be, you know, like what's, what's, what's the um, star field? I don't know what's the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean looks amazing. It's said they're just pitching it as Skyrim in space, which that's that's going to sell it to people alone. Exactly. Um, no. I did want to talk a little bit about? Um, so we've got. Have you seen the Lost Lost Judgment trailer for the new one? Uh, Choose a series, the spin-off from that, where you can play on a playable master system. All right, really awesome. Yeah. Well, no. So, oh no. Okay. So it's it's Judgment. It's the sequel to Judgment, Judge yeah, Eyes 2 yeah. or whatever. It's, right, right, yes. It's called Lost Judgment, this one. Gotcha. Okay. So first yeah. one, he was he was judging everything. Second one, he's lost all his judgment now. He's got to get it back. The whole game is him getting his judgment back so he can start judging again. Uh, yeah, sure. I've not played them, yep. so I'm just going to presume. Hi, Sega. I'm on it. Yeah, you can now play on the Master System. Apparently, they show two games. Um, and it one is Alex Kidd, Miracle World, Alex Kidd. and the second one is Penguin Land, which over oh, in Japan okay. is Doki Doki Penguin Land Ucha Dabokin, which I probably pronounced completely okay. inaccurately. Well, at least you tried. I mean, you didn't have to. But, um, but yeah, so it, it's one of it's, those. It's team. Is it what's the name of the? Is it Team Sonic? That have they've they've got they've got something to do with Yakuza though, right? I don't think so. I don't know whether it was the, the the split off of one of them, but mm, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I get Alex Kidd. Uh, I'm almost, almost surprised there isn't a Sonic game, but it's, I guess they know they can sell that separately for like. Yeah, Sonic, and it's also built into um, into the Master System too, Alex Kidd, which is the one that he's playing on. Oh no, that's what I mean. I get that Alex the Kid, but but Penguin Land must be some rights <laughs> issue that they're like, yeah, that's the that's the easy cheap one. Let's put that in. Yeah, I think also what they're going to be doing, hopefully, is because they had loads, because it's it's very similar to, like, obviously, the, the Shenmue stuff, where you can, in Shenmue, go around and play all the arcade games, which you can do in, mm. in Yakuza because it went down really well. In this, obviously, they're showing off now, you can do it at home. So I'm just wondering now if you're going to be able to either unlock, win, or buy new games to play in your nice in your yeah. system and, and do it that way through. Uh, that would that be case, awesome. You probably would be able to, to buy. Yeah, the Sonic games because they're giving away for free on everything, aren't they? At the minute, so they probably will just stick it in that. True. Yeah, so. I mean that's better than collecting uh, cards so you can make uh, bikini-clad women wrestle with um, like bug masks on and things like that. Yeah. I've still only played the first Yakuza, but I was just like, yeah, fair enough. I, I I'm going to go through this mini game side story just so I can beat this professor guy who is a guy, this little kid in a lab coat who teaches you how to play this uh, bug battle game. <laughs> so bad. Well, at the same time, I'm no, no problem playing Dead or Alive or DOAX or anything like that. But I'm just like, yeah, this is a bit weird. And also yeah. it's very awkward when you, uh, you finish the side quest of romancing one of the, um, or befriending at least, one of the... Um, one of the, the girls from the bar, uh, one of the, the hostesses, and then it goes, here, I'm going to reward you with a video of her rolling around in her underwear, like a live-action video. So I'm sat on the couch playing Yakuza. My partner's sat on, on, on the desk in the living room doing her, her actual work, and then suddenly this video of this sort of softcore, uh, like, say, lingerie-clad woman rolling around on a bed making all these noises, like, video playing, and she's like, what are you playing i'm like it's just i can't skip it <laughs> literally won't let me skip it yeah it's the game it's the car to be fair it was it was just as bad when i played mass effect andromeda and i romanced uh leah uh, yeah no can't remember the name of her oh pb i romanced the uh the asari uh and there's a quite graphic sex scene and she was like like what are you playing i was like just <laughs> I need to get an achievement. If I don't do this, I don't get the romance achievements. Like, I only play games where there's naughty bits. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
yeah. It's always always a way with Ash. Whenever whenever I play anything, I'm like, honestly, like you'll love this. Like we played Heavy Rain together. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And I was like, you know, it's really good. And then all of a sudden, it hit the shower scene. I was like, oh no! And like, I can't skip this. This is just playing through. She's yeah. like, don't her boobs look really good? And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's weird. But yeah. honestly, I well, don't always play these sort of games. She's like, yeah, but don't. at least at least it wasn't uh, Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah. the, the, you've got to do the that guitar mini game, haven't you? It's like that was great, and then suddenly you've got to actually control the sex scenes. It'd be like, move your joystick forwards, now backwards, now forwards, now back. You get the idea. Carry on. Yeah, yeah. yeah and at least he he's moved away from that now. Like in in um, Detroit, there's so much opportunity that he could have he could have taken to to put in some computer generated. Uh, naked ladies which is what he does right in every other one of his games I, in fact I've not played Nomad Soul so I can't comment on that but I wouldn't be surprised oh, Nomad Soul awesome yeah Heavy Rain and probably I'm guessing not beyond actually because I still never touched that because I can't yeah it's, I can't imagine that that would have been in there based on the fact that there was a an actual actress like a famous Hollywood actress and it was playing dead the part. and that okay but um, but you know, there's even a point where you go to a robot, um, like an android uh, strip club, basically, and brothel, and still, you know, he, he still didn't just take the easy route and go, hey, let's have some naked robots, something like that. So well done, David Cage. And um, and while while I have been saying, I think last week I said to you, like, sell me a PS5 over an Xbox Series X. Like, what am I gonna miss? And I was like, I only got a war, really, I think, that, that, that I've seen that's coming out. But whatever the next David Cage game, game is, I would actually miss, I think. The thing is, though, if your laptop's good enough, you'll be able to play on that, because all the, the David Cage games are now True. out on PC. True. I don't know whether it Possibly is. Possibly not. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Because no, that, that's not. the one thing. And that if I wait is... long enough, it'll be free on Epic Store. Yeah, because that's the one thing where I was like, you know what, I, after our conversation we had last week, I honestly was about two minutes away from clicking on a um on a purchase to get the the debt series x and i was yeah. just like yeah I'm, i think i need a console and this is the only way i can afford to get one so i'm yeah. like you know what if playstation did a similar thing i'd probably go for the playstation just because i've got the back catalog of games and everything on the playstation which i don't really have on the x i know you've got the whole you know, Game Pass and whatnot to play all the latest mm-hmm. games, but there's so many games I had for the PS4 that I never got a chance to play because of Oliver. Right, um, I really want to finish and go through and play and stuff. So I'm like, I mm. really want a PS4, uh, PS5. I would love a, a Series X. Don't get me wrong. Like I genuinely, there's so many get titles. I would. Yeah, but when you know you've got all these but, games to get through, it's, yeah. it's hard to justify it, isn't it? Yeah. I get that. I totally and, then get I was, that. and then I was just like, or. Oh, what I could do is just keep on doing what I threaten I'm going to do and just get a gamepad for my, my PC. Like my, mm-hmm. my laptop is amazingly good spec, so I can play most AAA titles on my on my yeah. laptop. And I can hook it up to the TV, play it on the TV if I really want to, yeah, and I can true. do the PC Game Pass, so I can still mm-hmm. play like Forza and all that sort of stuff on my laptop. So I'm like, don't actually need an Xbox so I'll just do that instead. So I think that's probably going to be my route until I was a little bit older and I'm a yeah. little bit more fun. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And also, I'm still playing the Switch. I'm still really loving the Switch. Yeah. So, you know, Divinity 2 is just unreally good. So mm-hmm. I just, yeah. Oh, do, you know, do, do you know what we did sort of mention, and it's worth mentioning again, but the, the, the lack of uh, a new Switch model game announced so we talked about <laughs> about news that meant that was there is no news but it was really weird like i i was on reddit and following or well, what they say following but read a couple of the threads where there was all these little leaks of like you know it probably is going to be announced as an improved model coming e3 uh, of the switch um and it seemed like i know there's been there's always rumors but it seemed like it was really leading up towards it, and it was almost certain. And then it didn't happen. Um, whether they just they still have it that they're going to announce another time, but I just I feel like obviously some whatever the improvement would be, better screen, better battery, things like that. No Joy-Con drift, maybe. Um, it's it's really tough to 
to sort of justify not having then a brand new from scratch model of the Switch the longer they leave this. Because we're about, what, four or five years into the life cycle of it? Mm. And a standard is about eight, you know, then they tend to then move on to something new. It's just, I feel like if they, if you know, if it's not this year and it moves on to next year, you're getting really close to where they just need to then release a brand new update to the system, not just an improvement, an upgraded version. No. Yeah. But now, I mean, while it's selling as it is, I guess it doesn't need it. And plus the, the cloud gaming the, um, that they're doing, the, you know, the cloud editions seem to be working pretty well. They've done it for a couple of the new, um, new releases as well. They announced it for Guardians of the Galaxy, things like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they're, they're just like, we just don't need it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like what he the they spoke to the um, the the new head of of Nintendo um, over yeah. this and say like, how come you didn't do it? He's like, there's there's no reason to as of yet. He's like, there's no move with the technology when there's actually yeah. you know terms of that and also in terms of your engagement and your your fun. What we don't want to do is and it sounded a little bit like they were a bit. Two-faced well, you're still, in their way of yeah. doing it because they were going. Well, yeah, like, you're still buying them, so why would we change it? It was that, and then he was like, "Well, you know what we don't want to do is start releasing things on the platform you can't play because you've got the older model of it." And I'm like, "You did that with the 3DS, though." Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, "You True. can't, you can't say we but, don't want to do that to people when you did it to people." Look at the GameCube to the Wii, and then the Wii to the Wii U, and the Wii U to the Switch. So. Yeah. They released, I forget which Zelda it was. Was it Wind Waker, maybe? Or what was the one after that? They the one on the, to the Twilight Princess they released on a couple of... Yeah, so that was, on the, that was on the Wii and on the... Um, yeah, it was that one, wasn't it? It got released on the Wii and on the GameCube uh, towards the end of the GameCube's life. Yeah. And then when the Wii was rounding down and, winding down and they were releasing the, the Wii U, they released Skyward Sword on both. Um, yep. And then they released, um, what's it, uh, Breath of the Wild on on both, on on the sorry on the Wii U and on the Switch. So, yeah, but they do tend to go. All right, look, let let's just release the game one on our old system as well as the new one. So you don't necessarily have to choose. But at the same time, how can they say that when probably about fifty percent of the stuff they announced was like, here's a new version of this game you used to love. Yeah, you know, a remaster of this, and there was wasn't that much new stuff in the Nintendo um, presentation. To be fair, and that's always been the way, isn't it? They they know they know the fans want the old games, so why not just re-release them and put very little effort into it, but charge forty quid? True, that's very very. Don't know. It's 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 an odd one. It's a tough it's a tough one, but I I I kind of get that, but maybe then release stuff that actually shows off the system a bit better you know where's where's the sequel to odyssey you know stuff like that that's true as i say they haven't released anything yeah that's a the the downside at the minute is everything seems so easy to port over to the switch it's like hey you you loved the 3ds and it didn't really sell that well well here's all the 3ds games that were coming out and like oh Yeah. yeah you don't play on your thing anymore like uh, your game very advanced so have advanced wars we love this sort of stuff and i'm like you know what yeah i hate the fact you're doing this but at the same time i love the fact you're doing this so it is a no-win situation really because the 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 minute they they turn around and go oh you love golden sun great here's the trilogy i would i would be out to buy a switch yeah so there are there are games there's something for everyone that would do that so i totally totally understand it but you can't use that as a reason you know because the, the, they're never about the spec they're, they won't ever release something that couldn't be played on all the consoles and wouldn't mm. still be amazingly fun it's the gameplay isn't it you know I get yeah. that they're going to be like you know Sony are like look, the new God of War for example it's going to make use of everything the PS5 can do it's going to be too much we don't want to release a watered down version on a PS4 even though PS4 God of War from what is it five four years ago yeah <laughs> amazing like looks better than some games that got released yesterday it's just you know absolutely so yeah at least with them they they're like look we've got this hardware that we want to make the absolute most of so 
But Nintendo were never about that, so it doesn't really matter. So, well, that's very true. Know, so All they just, care about is family fun. Yeah, and great. You know, it's got a place, and clearly it's got a big place because they've sold ridiculous amounts of, of consoles. Uh, and still are, <laughs> and considering the, the price has never actually gone down. Uh, yeah. Insanity. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I can't. I don't think. I, I mean, I, after I found out that this pod, last week's podcast couldn't be released, we were like, oh, we'll just give like a five ten minute recap of what we talked about. But we pretty much talked almost everything that we said again, and just added more. <laughs> we did. Although the one yeah. thing I do want to quickly bring up because it sounds as though you like. By the way, we're t- time to wrap up, and I know it is time to wrap up. Go on. Yeah. But um, so obviously yeah, I'm getting sunburned. So. Squeak Squeenix was saying like, oh, hey, yeah. look, here's here's a load of oh, Final yeah. Fantasy news and gubbins and whatnot coming yeah. through. Um, so they've just also now announced that they are currently working with a French studio uh, called Cyber Group Studios doing yeah. a Final Fantasy Nine anime like animated right. series. Okay. Um, so that's right. in the works. Going to enter production the end of this year. So hopefully okay. we should have it out next year. Weirdly right. aimed between the ages of eight to thirteen. Okay, I mean, I can kind of see that in the because the character models in that were they were still sort of the chibi style, weren't they? Yeah, it's just it's like the story was dark, and uh, when when you look at it, the game was aimed at that age as well, and I was like, I really don't get that. But apparently, mm. quite a lot of these series are aimed like that. But when you just hear the age range, I'm like, yeah, no, that's not that's yeah. Not me, but I mean, you look at I guess you look at something like Seven, and it clearly has this sort of dark look to it. Whereas nine was a bit more ye olde magical world, wasn't it? Mm. So yeah. it's I guess that fits a bit better with it. But I, I mean, with anime, I don't think the age range ever matters. No, you know, Definitely. if for nine to, nine to thirteen year old, you're still going to have the Final Fantasy fans who are in their twenties and thirties and you know late teens that are still going to want to watch it. Yeah, um, just hope I mean, as long they as they do a good one this time round because they've done several animated Final yeah. Fantasies and none of them have really been great. <laughs> yeah, and they did a, a TV show based on the um, 14. 14 online game. Child, yeah. Is it Ch- Children of Light or something like that? It's on um, it's Netflix. on Netflix. And it, yeah, the, it's, it's, it's such a bizarre idea. It's not, it's not like set in the game world. It's about a granddad or something or a dad and, and their son or daughter. I forget exactly. Um, sort of bonding over this game so they're like playing it online and you'll see them playing online but then it's mostly live action outside the game with them you know learning to reconnect through this game which is just one massive advert yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge advert for yeah but, uh, it's crazy but, anyway, crazy. yeah it's, it's it's an interesting one it's on like it's on netflix but um as long as it's got a better reception than the demo of the um final fantasy origins game yeah, I, like again, there's something we talked about, but the trailer for for me, the trailer was really poor. I mean, great if you took if you took the voiceover out and just looked at the gameplay, looks like a bit of a fun game, good good decent hack and slash. Mm. Um, but the the trailer was awful. I'm curious whether the Japanese version came off so badly and cheesy because it was just this really poor voiceover of the main character looking for chaos where is chaos my one mission is to kill chaos are you chaos i don't know maybe that guy's chaos it was it, 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 was, it just seemed it was really very chaotic <laughs> very chaotic um yeah and almost looked like it gave way too much of the game but obviously we'll, we'll see i'm sure that'll be only like the first level or something like that <laughs> um and then they did the same with a um the uh, Babylon's Fall again. The trailer for that it was just, okay, let's just show a load. Let's show a load of gameplay, but oh no, we can't just have the sound effects. Let's just put millions of random voice clips from the from the cheesily acted uh, English voice cast, which have absolutely no like no bearing on what is happening on the screen at that time. It's just all these little quirky one-liners that make no sense. I just it, it it like it took me completely out of it. I was just I wasn't interested in watching what the gameplay was then. It was just like listening to all these stupid voice one-liners. Yeah, but yeah, the Square <laughs> Enix one wasn't wasn't again wasn't particularly great presentation. It seemed to 
Uh, None of them some were. Some games look promising, but no, no, it's true. It was, it was a very lackluster Cyber E3. I don't think it's going to be good until it gets back into actual proper like, people yeah. sitting down and being able to see it all actually in person. I think that's when we'll start getting good. Yeah, but it's it's weird though, isn't it? Because you know, yeah, you think like, well, what what's the difference here? People couldn't walk around a big um, expo playing games. Like the public couldn't, but I guess it's maybe the the you know having the audience is the only real thing that was different. It's the audience and the ability to make money, because yeah, you're going to see a few you know trailers for stuff if you go online searching for it. If you go yeah. into E3, you're going for a purpose, and you're going to look around and be like, oh my god, that looks. But oh, I didn't think about that one. Yeah, I didn't know that. But out. that is and you that is a buy a, a relatively small select when when you're there. Whereas. Like now, everyone's in the same boat as us, where they go, "Oh, I'm not really that bothered about watching that. I'll skip that bit. Just see, or just check the taglines of what I want." You'll you find it won't I, be I, the no, same. No, I, I don't it think it's that though, because I, I don't think that matters to to most people. Like, if you're not going to it, but you're interested in E3 generally or, or games generally, you're not going to be going out. Uh, you're not going to be going. Oh, look what's playable at this expo. It's it's the key it's the big presentations when they're like okay what what are you going to be announcing what are you showing us or telling us that wasn't on before you know we didn't know before so yeah, i think it's more about the they're missing the audience and, for, for that bit because yeah, that, yeah but that that's it. it that's the big difference really isn't it it's it sort it. of yeah but end of the day they would still show the same things but i suppose it's not just here's a trailer and a voiceover it is here's the person who, who you know directed the game telling us about the game here's the trailer now we've got Two famous people come out and they're they're going to play play around of this game or whatever, and it's you know it, it just it does add a lot more to it. I get it, but at the same time, there's so many studios that are just doing online presentations now that they should have really perfected it. I'd have thought, you know, state state of play and Nintendo Direct and things like that. That's all we've had over the last what, eighteen months. So why could they not have done something a little bit better for E3? I guess. Maybe it's not as important as we thought. Yeah, I think now this is the only downside now is they realise that you know they're probably still going to get sales through, so they don't really need to do this form of show anymore. They're just going to each little person's going to have their own individual like shows, like state of play, that sort of stuff. And we're not going to have an E3 like we usually do. And I think that, but if that was the case, we wouldn't have an EGX either. You know. The, exactly these that. things must it's must be worth and it must make money but they're just i think they're separate things you know they are there's the game expo that fifty thousand people get to go to or whatever but then there's the presentation that millions and millions watch online um but i it, it is it it's always nice having the big proper you know stage presentations and seeing what they do about it rather than just because i don't get the point in sat being sat watching uh the stream you know the hour-long stream or whatever of a state of play when i'll just watch each of the trailers afterwards as they as they show up on youtube i'll just pick and choose what i want to watch you know and i think that's kind of what it loses i can imagine a lot of people are like that when you don't have the big i used to really like watching the three big presentations just because it's just you know it's kind of interesting seeing what they were putting together yeah, I I like watching the keynotes for the companies, but mm. yeah, as I was say, if I can't, if I don't have time, like now where I'm like, oh shit, we need to do a pod and I haven't had a chance to watch it, I'll literally just start hunting through. Um, watching the trailers. Yeah, just watch, just watch a few trailers and then be like, right, that looks quite interesting. I might try and get around to watching the keynote to find out a lot more about it all. But yeah, yeah, nine times out of ten, I'll do that. The odd time, I'll just be like, you know what, let's just see what's coming out. I haven't got time mm. now. And then just see that. Fair enough. Well, as long as everyone still has time to listen to our wonderful lineup of podcasts. Fingers crossed. Exactly. Right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Indeed, sir. Mm. I really enjoyed the talk because I didn't think it was going to be this hot. I just thought it was a nice warm day. Oh, I'm I'm roasting. I mean, you, people who listen to this at home won't realise, but we had to stop halfway through because my phone apparently got too hot. I've never seen my iPhone go. Oh, I'm too hot. I'm not going to do anything. So we had to sort of restart halfway through, which is entertaining. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, I didn't put any suntan lotion on because I thought oh, it's not going to be that nice. But it is, and I'm probably burning. 
Yay. Well, aren't you the lucky one? Well, yeah, maybe. We'll see. I'll tell you tomorrow. Okay, well, it's been a pleasure. Uh, tune in on Friday for uh, a new episode of Nerd IQ with Reg going up against, uh, well, you'll, you'll find out. Just have a listen. Uh, I mean, it's, I say that like, oh, fine, you just wait, wait till you find out. That's right, it's Chris Martin from Coldplay. That's the <laughs> celebrity I, I thought of. But, you know, no, it's a guy who also does quiz things on, on Instagram. You know, that guy. He's also in a band. That's true, and he was also uh, in in our Comic Con game. You he tried to to tell everyone that he was a celebrity, but he is not. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's not relevant. Anyway, thank that you for is. listening. Thank that you for joining me, Rich. No, thank you for having me. I, I always thank you for having me, but you wouldn't be able to pull if you didn't. No, no I know, and I don't. I know. I'm always like, thank. When I say thank you for joining me, I don't mean thank you for joining me on my show. I just mean thank you for joining me to do this podcast. You could say it, I, but, but you don't. You never thank me. I thank you every fucking week. Listen back to what we do. I say thank you for having me every time. You say That's thank. what I mean. It's if not about me having you. Thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for 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 setting it up thank you for for editing it thank you for posting it thank you for all the hard work you do Dan yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool alright see you next week toodles bye